music. That was on my end. Wow, that was close, right? <laughs> music we to our ears. <laughs> we were sweat, sweating that one out. Celtics post game show. We thought we had a. We had you know. We thought this one was in the bag, and uh, a lot of good things to talk about. And then the the wheels kind of came off the bus there, but they hang in. Uh, Celtics hang in to win one twenty eight one twenty four. Uh, very high scoring game. Second game back from the restart. Josue Pavone, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning. Let's get thoughts here first. I mean, you want to start at the end or start at the beginning here because uh, there was a lot. There, <laughs> there's a lot to discuss. Yeah, we had two different games, right? Two different I games. Mean, let's start with the end then, because I, I think everyone, including myself, was waiting for Damian Lillard and and you know CJ McCollum to get it going, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and I think they're going to be able to erase that big of a deficit. That quickly? No, I didn't expect that to happen. That that happened really. That happened faster than I anticipated. But at the same time, you got to give credit for the Celtics because they had other guys to step up. And that one other guy, at least in my opinion, we'll get to Tatum in a second. But big shout out to Jalen Brown because he kept his composure throughout. And because of Jalen Brown, and of course the other players as well, Gordon Hayward. I'm looking at you. I saw you 20 plus points again, Gordon Hayward. Just fine under the radar once again. But right. I, again, these two guys. They're so important moving forward for these for, yeah. for this team. And Gordon was great. You saw that when 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 the when Kemba and Tatum were off the floor, they let the offense flow through him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he yeah. hit those threes early, and again, that's that's how it's got to go with him. And yeah, those guys did answer the bell. Tatum disappeared a little bit in the third quarter, came back again in the fourth. I think he only had two. He went from twenty six. I think he had two points in the third quarter there, uh, and then and then pulled it up late. But you're right; those guys are just going to hit shots. It looked like the Celtics got a little relaxed there. I don't think Lillard or McCollum even touched the rim on most of those threes. It was just splash. They were just yeah. dropping. So uh, a good lesson there and a good win, honestly. And, uh, you know, that's you got to have those games. If they lost it, you know, the, the Tatum performance, the Brown performance, I don't think, you know, we'd be talking about a ton here. But, Jimmy, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Joe Sway nailed a lot of my points. Um, I, I'll say that I was very glad to see Jalen Brown step up in the fourth quarter. But, listen, third quarter – it's one thing if we think the game's in the bag. We're just a couple of slobs sitting on the couch watching the game. But if the Celtics start to think that way, that's exactly what you saw happen in the third quarter. They went up 24. Oh, you know, you know, this is, you know, it's over. You know, we're going to take the foot off. There's no fans to really get you in or out of the game. So you're really kind of relying on your teammates there to keep you in, in the zone. But, listen, the, the Blazers have some elite offensive players. You know, Lillard, McCollum, Nurkic was a beast awesome. tonight too. Yeah. So And it um, happened you know, quick. It can happen in a flash. It's 18, think, 15, 12, 9, 6, and you're like three. All of a sudden, we, boom, it's, there, it's right know, there. They just bang it. They just erase that. Was it Gary yeah, Trent Jr. Paul was Paul on Twitter tonight, there. too? Yeah, look at poor, poor, poor Paul. <laughs> was a, Virtual oh. Paul. Virtual Paul was not, was not doing well in that third quarter. Deuce there, probably took a nap. Yeah. No, but I mean. Yeah, Deuce they, was they, playing video games by the third quarter. Was, you know, the Celtics got punched in the mouth, and they fought back, and it was great to see that fight out of them. I thought. You know, Tatum woke up again in the fourth. Jalen Brown really was just strong throughout. And he was yeah. just, you know, whether it was a couple of big dunks or that massive three-pointer in the corner late in the game there, yeah. that was just huge. I mean, Tatum avoided, you know, Tatum kind yeah. of escaped Lillard Blitz and uh, found found Jalen Brown in the corner and he just hit that shot. That's a big, that's a big time shot right there. It was amazing. And he was out of rhythm early. He didn't have it going. He looked a little out of sorts at the beginning of the game. So for him to turn it around like that, it's amazing. Let's rewind and go to Tatum just because we spent so much time talking about it. A lot of people were worried. I mean, not me, but a lot of people. Um, <laughs> we're making, 
We're making. I wasn't it. worried. I was. I was. <laughs> yeah, you making... were worried, Jimmy. Come on now. I was, we were. We were all. We annoyed. weren't worried. We were all the same. You just wanted to see this, and then he started doing exactly that, which was just that sidestep pull. You know, pull up three on people, and just yeah. Tatum's at his best when he's taking bad shots and making bad shots, and that's what he did the whole first yeah. half. It's just a ton just, of ton of spot yeah. up jumpers. I felt Besso in the fourth quarter when he finally hit that hanging layup, smashing in the Nurkic. Yeah. Like those are the shots you want to see because it's it's the bucket that's still getting him, getting on balance, getting the shots at the rim, and he wasn't doing that even early in this game. And then when he gets that, you're like, all right, finally, like this is this is the Tatum we saw in March. And it was a little slow in the fourth, but like we say, him and Brown they pick each other up, they ebb and flow, and when one's there. You know, they give you enough of a superstar status to, you know, come through in that moment. What Brown did in the fourth was incredible. And you guys had on the offense the big shots. Wait, we're done with Tatum? <laughs> That's, That's it. We're done fourth, right? Bobby's all about the underdogs, man. Joe didn't leave with Shimmy's play today. Joe Sway wants to talk about Joe Sway wants to talk a little about Tatum and then we'll move on. <laughs> I mean, listen, this is what superstars do, you know. You look at what happened Friday, and that's in the past. It's almost as if it happened a week ago. And you, you saw were a little bit worried. Off. He looked. I mean, again, it's not that a, a guy can't. It's not that a guy can't look bad and then look good. It's just that he had three three plus months off. He admittedly didn't pick up a basketball for a couple of months. You know. And it's like riding you, a bike, though. You don't know how long it was going to take him to get back. It was good to see it. I don't. You know, it's not worry. It just was good right. to see it. No, I get worry. it. Maybe that was that's what he needed that yeah. that Friday night. That's sort of abysmal performance to, to turn things around. And I get it. Some people were thinking about you know he cut his hair because let's face it, from the beginning yeah, of yeah. it, sort of showing off his hair new hairdo and kind of not that not that that he means looked scraggly and awful seriously, yeah. but you know it, it seemed like he was having a lot more fun. You know, obviously on the golf course we were talking about that last time. But he was all business this time around. Yeah, Tatum stopped playing basketball, started playing golf, and then went out and shot two for 18. So we freaked out a little bit. Yeah, you can, <laughs> exactly. You can it, was the per- yeah. it was the it's perfect okay. storm against this team, yeah. though, because they don't have the wings to defend. Even late in the game, you saw it. Like, they were getting the big shots to stay in the game, but they couldn't get back and keep Boston off the rim on the other end. Uh, you know, Brad was saying before the game, this Portland team, that you forget, they were in the Western Conference Finals last season, but they lost so much on the wings between Aminu, between Harkless, and those were guys that probably could slow a Tatum and Brown last year, and now it's mellow. You know, Ariza stayed home. They didn't have the wings to stay in this. Now, guards and center, that's a different story. I mean, they, they got some ridiculous production out of those two positions, but in between Hayward, Brown, Tatum, I mean, they almost had 100 points between those three, and that's because Portland doesn't have the guys to stop those ones. Yep. Yeah, it's a good point, Bobby. I knew, they, they the do I knew it. <laughs> hey, shout out to Mello. I mean, Mello's proven. He had a big so three late. He yeah, did. he had a couple of big shots. I mean, he yeah, he got shot out by Trent, though. Jesus. I didn't know Trent had that in him. Seven three-pointers? Dude, that, oh, cool. Trent, Trent was the reason that they got back yeah, into that game yeah. the way they did. I mean, he was flashing. I, mean, I think he had all of his points came in from three points. All of them. Right? All seven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, that I mean, Portland team's fun. I mean, Lillard pulls up from Steph Curry range, and it's so comfortable. Yeah. Smart's chasing him out there, too, and he's still hitting it. Like, it is absurd stuff. Lillard, Lillard's a gamer, oh, man. He took on stuff. Tatum, too. Yeah, that, the the forty footer that led to the to the to the Celtics breaking out the other way. Yeah, with um, Jalen's dunk was, on the other end was bad. Um, yeah. Other than that, you're right. You've got. I mean, and they were making the mistake. They just kept going under screens 
Um, and he was killing them there in the third quarter. Yeah. So, yeah, you just can't do that. Brad did it. Wanamaker did it a couple of times. You just can't, you just can't do that against him. Hey, we're, we're talking about guard play. Not one person has mentioned Kemba yet. Thoughts on how he looked uh, with oh, next more minutes? Anybody? Just John, you first. Still, wanted to, still wanted to see Juice on the – still wanted – he looked great again, but he only took, uh, what, six six shots? Yeah. You know? Yeah, he, he wasn't like – He wasn't, you know, exactly. You want to see, you know, again, in his minutes, it was 22 minutes where it was 19 the other night. It was a little tick up, but again, yeah. he's not there for you in the fourth quarter, so you really have to see it get into that 28 to 30 range to know that you've got him all game long. So it really feels like you're almost on borrowed time. At this point, if he's going to play so few minutes, you wonder whether it's better to bring him off the bench. Yeah, that crossed uh, my mind. But then, you know, I feel like that may mess around with the psyche of the second unit, though, you know? No, yeah, sure, but maybe it's a microwave thing, and maybe that's it, and just let yeah. Smart start. And then maybe you have it if you need it in the fourth quarter because you're not so worried about rotations. We talked about it last time. He comes out to start the third. He uses up his minutes. He's at the 20-22 minute mark at that point. I mean, you almost have to pull him after three, four minutes in the third, sit him, and then hope that you need him in the last five minutes to to use the rest of his allotment. At that point, he's kind of iced over a little bit. So it is a tough yeah. – it's hard to play him in rotation and then have him there late in the fourth unless you can get that minute that minute thing closer to 30, which I'm guessing they will. But I thought right. today – I thought there was enough in reserve where they might bring him back, and the game got close, and he didn't come back. Well, he, you I mean, watched in the first half, you thought he would have had the whole second half off the way it was going. It, yeah. was, it was really turning into like a fun. 20. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would have been, it would have been easy there. Uh, he He's still trending in some great direction though. Like who would have imagined three weeks ago when we were talking about like him not being at practice, right. that he'd be hitting shots at this rate, that he'd even be playing at this high of a level. I mean, he hasn't missed games besides the Houston throwaway one. And he looks as comfortable as ever on those shots. He looks sure. better right now than I think he did in January, probably on three point shots. It's it's great production. It's very encouraging. Yeah, he I like the bench need much idea. Space. I probably wouldn't do it though. Yeah, he doesn't need a lot of space yeah. right now. He's just been able to get it, pull up, let, let it rip. If nobody mentioned injury and you weren't monitoring his minutes right now, and you just you watched think. him at, for any spell yeah, of time, know. you'd have no you idea. Make anything of it, right? And, and and again, too, to to Bobby's point, I mean. The the his his approach doesn't look bad. I mean, it looks great. Obviously, we know he's on a minutes restriction. But one thing I've really noticed about the Celtics team, especially in Orlando, is that the way the ball moves when he's on the floor, it's just different. You see a lot more guys being more active away from the ball. You're seeing a lot more screens. You're seeing a lot of more you know guys getting getting their touches when he's not on the floor. The only thing that bothers me a little bit about the Celtics offense is how much the ball will stick to a particular individual, whether it's yeah. one or two. Per possession. That, that's one thing I've, I've noticed about the Celtics team. When he's out there, it's almost as if it's like everyone, all hands on deck, and you see a different attitude with teammates. Yeah, the one other thing I noticed. I mean, assuming that let's let's assume that Kemba ends up with ten more minutes a game. I mean, Brad's pretty much going with with a barely an eight man rotation. I mean, the, like you know, six tonight. Yeah, maybe. I know. It's like these are playoff exactly. games for Brad. Exactly, and I, I think yeah, that's why Kemba's playing with the Kemba's playing with the first unit because, like, that's what they're anticipating happening. Like, they're they're not gonna move them all around the have them come off the bench, have them play with this guy and that guy. When the goal is to have him in the starting lineup and play big minute, play big minutes, and I have every I have every expectation that he's gonna be playing fourth quarter minutes once the playoffs come around. So it makes no sense not to not to keep him with those players, you know, as much as you can right now. Sure. But I, I'm glad that they didn't let you know, that third quarter dictate 
oh, we're gonna we're gonna stray from our minutes restriction. Like that wouldn't have, that would have been right. pretty short sighted. Like just keep him on the on the path that he's on. Yeah, you got to do it. it up, yeah, you got to do it. Nothing up, here. Then your team screws up. Nothing here matters. The uh, the the loss against Milwaukee, uh, uh, Toronto winning now. I mean, there's yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they're, so lo- far. they're locked into that three. It's just a matter of who falls into the five six slot at this point. But they're not moving. So you're right. Yeah, we wouldn't have been crying yeah. oh, if they lost I mean, the they, game. They the stakes weren't massive. Yeah, the stakes aren't massive at all. You want to see improvement. So, yeah, you saw Tatum be Tatum. You saw Kemba look good again. You saw yeah. Jalen continue what he's doing. The bench is still going to be we, – we keep talking about it. It's still going to be a concern. I do think, however, Bobby owes Ennis Cantor an apology. Yeah, um, I was going to get to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so I was texting John during the first half, and he gave up the two quick buckets. And then he gets the two back the other way. He starts picking up offensive rebounds. And I thought that one way he kicked it out to Tatum in the corner, and that, I think that was his first or second three, Tatum. Yeah. That seemed to get him going. And he, he supplied Brown and quite a few of the wing players yeah. with those shots on the second chances. And you know what? They could have used more of them in the third quarter. When yeah. They had Grant Williams in there for a long time Grant. getting huge. Was by Narikesh, and it was an awful game for Grant. Yeah, it didn't fit in there at all. You know, and again, yeah, Cantor, Bobby. Cantor was a plus. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Josue. No, I was just going to say, if there's one person who loves playing against his former teams, it's a Nes Cantor, man. Like, this dude had like, a <laughs> reunion true. in New York, bro. I'm talking, like, from firsthand experience. Like, he had, like, a reunion. I'm talking about, like, employees that, like, clean up Madison Square Garden and, like, running over to go say what up to him. Like, he's just such a popular guy that – he just strikes me as that guy when he plays a former team, he gives it his all. Look, look not to give him, not to discredit <laughs> him, but that did cross my mind throughout today. No, like, and oh, he, yeah, of course, they had a, playing against Portland. They had an awesome vibe with him in Portland, too, and they also had Evan Turner. That was a fun team. Those Last guys, year, yeah. Those guys, that culture, they got stuck in the elevator at Emerson. That was that's funny. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Two they got swept by the Warriors, yeah. too, and three, they two actually gave ago. them a tough time in those. Uh, that, that was last year, believe it or not. Year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was Nurkic's yeah. like, temporary replacement, pretty much, and now yeah. they're way better yeah. off. Nurkic is, man, what a game for him. That yeah. guy is a sneaky top five center, He's and I'll good. say this, too. They boxed him up on two key plays down the stretch. I think they were within th- two or three at that point. And uh, Cantor just got in there and jammed them out. Those are huge yeah, plays yeah. on box outs down the stretch. Cantor was good. Again, just that, that that in that second quarter, he was a, they were a plus nine with him on the floor. They really helped kind of stretch that lead out um, there. And, he ends uh, a plus it, 16. And wow. plus 16 on the yeah. game. So he was, was – he, he had really – Suck it, Bobby. <laughs> hey, there's, there's going to be matchups. I, I say Friday, Grant – fit that game perfectly. Cantor fit this one perfectly. There'll probably even be a game for Rob, 76ers maybe. Who knows? Oh, don't but, get too crazy. but Grant is tough as we <laughs> mentioned it. When you're trying to play him in a, as a five in a small ball lineup or you're bringing him in there, I mean, there was one moment in this game where Smart was at the free throw line and Grant walked by him and he's like one inch taller than Marcus Smart. You know, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at these guys. I'm like, how is this guy playing the five and this guy's playing the one right now? It just doesn't make <laughs> sense. You know, he's just He's going to get oh. abused. And he's not – Marcus could play the five, too. I know. But, I mean, he's not an athletic <laughs> – he's probably a true 6'6". Six, six. He's not a super athletic one either. So, I mean, he can get be- he can get really beat up uh, with the wrong matchups. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he th- – listen, it's not ideal. But the Celtics, when they came into the season, everybody knew this was a problem. And they're, they're just kind of plugging guys in, hoping that they can spell a couple minutes out there. But that's, that's a weakness on the team. The five spot is a weakness. And if I'm any opponent – I'm looking at ways to exploit that because the Celtics are going to either match you or outmatch you in almost all the other positions out there because they're so talented, you know, one through four, 
with the guys they have in that starting lineup. Yeah, and you could argue when they have when they play that really small lineup without a true center, you know, yeah. and they have if I mean between if you have Marcus Kemba and the three wings out there, that's as good a five awesome. as that's as good as five players you can put on the floor at right. any one time for any team. So it's not yeah. a starting the starting five but i'm just, glad you put that one out yeah. there because we haven't seen that lineup a lot this year and then the little we lot. have it yeah yeah it, it, it doesn't seem to work like you don't have lineup. something to play if, the middle yeah yeah, yeah that's if you're if you if there is a death lineup that's theirs and you're right you don't have the draymond equivalent there who could theoretically bang a tad they're all right. very very wingy you know so it's, it it's tatum right but tatum has never had to play that position in his he, life he can't do and it. Yeah. he's not yeah. he's close to big enough to do that can't and do marcus it. guys shoot over him yeah tice looked good today tice is like good but you can't over. play you can't play very many lineups with your best five because you don't have yeah, that guy. Massive yeah. void. Massive yeah. void. And that's a, that's a bummer because that really is as talented a five players as you could have on the court mm-hmm. at any one time. It's just it, it doesn't quite fit based on what you need or what the game might need at that time. Right. Um, anything else on this game, guys? I would like to hit on a couple of other things outside of the Celtics. But any anything else we put a bow on this one before they head into Miami? Or head to, into, into Miami, but to play Miami? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would add is just the way Tyson's been playing. I just think he's been tremendous. I, yeah. I mean, he's gonna, it's going to take a while for him to get more respect from the referees, but hopefully that'll pan its way out to, to benefit him in the next couple of weeks. We'll see. Yeah. It, it was getting eerily similar to Friday uh, down the stretch there with the backcourt call and then the foul right? on him, the failed challenge. <laughs> but then Nurkic throws it out of bounds. Was there like a more unfitting end to the game? Yeah, right. It's, it's like getting sacked on fourth down. You know, it's just so yeah. anticlimactic. Yeah. After all um, that buildup. Yeah. Final thoughts from you guys, Joe Sway, Jimmy, on this game. I got nothing. I'm good. Good. All right. I want to. I want to whip wait, around. Wait, I, Go ahead, Jimmy. Jimmy's got something. My final thought. I was going to say there's a lot of great things to come from this game. Hard to pick one, but we didn't really talk much about Gordon Hayward. But I thought that he was kind of like an X factor in a way. He was just consistent. And I mean, anytime you get 20 plus points out of Hayward, I mean, that's going to really take you to the next that next level, right? Because he's like your fourth option practically. So if he's giving you 20 plus. I mean, you're, you're going to be sitting pretty in most games. Yep. Yo, Jimmy, I led with that, bro. Come on. I know, but then we kind of forgot. So I wanted to bring out <laughs> one. No, he – I th- I'd say he had four of the crucial points down the stretch over the last five possessions, which which matters a lot. Josue emptied every barrel in his opening yeah, I know. thought. Right? Yeah, Josue, you got everything out of it. <laughs> he, That's he, usually he, me. He literally, he literally covered the first seven things on my notepad <laughs> that we were going to talk about. So, and the post-game show was over. Thanks, on. buddy. You guys uh, didn't – no, very quickly, two other things that happened that were interesting. Let's go around the association a little bit. Um, the Lakers yesterday, they got drilled by the Raptors. Um, is Toronto a sneaky, like a sneaky better team than we're giving them credit for? Everyone just kind of wrote them off. They're still the two seed, and they look freaking great at times. You know, I, for some reason, they don't scare you. Everybody always mentions it's always Milwaukee, Boston, and maybe even Philly in the East. But what are, what are what are our thoughts there, both on Toronto and um, you know the Lakers being the presumptive you know Western Conference representatives here? Is that necessarily a done deal? 
it, yeah, it looks to me like a it, it looks like a brutal matchup for the Celtics, frankly. When you Toronto. see the personnel they have, yeah, yeah. Um, you got Gasol down the middle. We talked about the center problems. You got the massive wings like Siakam is the perfect player to guard Tatum, yep. and then Kyle Lowry. Is there a guy more underrated around the league still? He wins a championship, right. and you don't even hear him named among the best point guards. And he throttled the Lakers last night. So that's that's a scary yeah. team, and it feels like the Celtics aren't going to be able to avoid them either this year. They usually have in recent seasons. But the two-three matchup that they're on a collision course, like that's an inevitable for uh, second-round series. Probably is. Like. Josue. Yeah, no, I agree with Bobby. I think they're a tough team. I know I was uh, sort of, you know, giving them a hard time the other the other day, talking about how it's all about Boston, Milwaukee. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're just a bit more entertaining. Let's be honest. I mean, the Toronto Raptors are just sort of boring I mean, when you compare them to Milwaukee True. and Boston, who have True. you know not only star power but you know storylines around those guys that yep. everyone likes to gravitate towards and everyone sort of wants to see that happen but you can't sleep on toronto i agree with that kyle lowry is a guy who i i do believe can go off but i can't help but think bobby was last year a fluke because of Kawhi, or is kyle lowry all of a sudden this guy who comes up big in the playoffs because let's face it before last season that wasn't always the case yeah, I'll agree with you guys. I think shame on us. You know, we haven't talked about Toronto once. I mean, right. really at all. Really at all. And I kind of We've been talking about Philly too much. A little yeah. bit. I think Toronto's somewhat entertaining. I think the problem is once Kawhi left, everybody wrote him off. They're like, oh, well, that's it for them, right? Yeah. And nobody really paid attention to them. They're up in Canada doing whatever the hell they're doing up there. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, Toronto's actually still really, really good. Yeah. And they're big. They're big. They're yeah. big all the way around. It's not just power. It so, is. I mean, I mean, they're just big from from one to five. So that's a bad that's a bad matchup for the Celtics. I was talking about yeah. that with a, with a buddy of mine earlier. I mean, we, we talk about how big the the Bucks are or the Sixers are, but the the Raptors might even be bigger, you know, in, yeah. in some cases. So, yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely dangerous. And on the in the Western Conference, I still love the Lakers just because I love. I think LeBron's going to do everything in his will to you know to win. And really, they're they they're very close to getting that one seed locked up anyway. So. I'm sure they wanted to beat the Raptors, but I don't think they're too concerned. Um, the Lakers are still, to me, the favorites out of the West. Yeah, I'm gonna die on this hill. I don't love the Lakers still. That I don't either. Bob, Bradley, well, yeah, but yeah, Gone? they're still playing Dwight I mean, they're, Howard. They're, they're not unbeatable, but yeah, but it, like it's the rotation guys still get me with them, and maybe it doesn't matter. I don't because love Davis them either, is throwing threes. Uh, yeah. LeBron's LeBron. But you see Dion playing 16 minutes a game for them, and I'm just like, really? J.R. Smith's playing for them? He had a great game still, but it's like the LeBron circus still around the, the, those two players, and I'm not sure those guys are going to be able to come up. Yeah. Like, ACP is like their third most sure. important player. Yeah. Bobby, what more are you expecting from the stoner shooters? I mean, like, yo, they're going off right now. <laughs> Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith, I don't know what kind of edibles they have over there in Orlando, but they're going off, and it's working for them, at least right now. I've been wrong about them all year. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick on my hill though. Edibles are in li- allowed inside the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, they're encouraged. They are. Just don't leave. Do they whatever are. you want inside. Hey, the don't don't, don't go to, don't go to your local me. gentleman's club to pick them up. Okay, we'll bring them <laughs> yeah. into the bubble for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're not tested for marijuana. Let's face it. That's what these no. guys are doing. They're chilling. But at the same time, though, let's think about the formula of what LeBron James is, what's made him successful, right? He's got the, the, the uh, Batman to, I mean, the Robin to his Batman, the uh, surrounding cast of shooters that he's had and that he had in Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, it just all looks like the same makeup for success for, the, for, for LeBron 
obviously the Clippers are in the mix and they're in the way, but until that happens, I, I don't know. I still kind of like the Lakers right now. Okay, you we all what? agree. We all agree the Lakers are going to get bounced. Let's move on quickly to uh, <laughs> to the Sixers. Okay, this was a this was a debacle against the Pacers here. Yeah, um, it was with uh, with them uh, blowing up. You know, blowing the lead, giving up a big fourth quarter, and then Embiid and uh, Milton uh, get into a little beef on the bench. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, Bobby and I were talking about this too. It, you know. There's this vibe for Celtics fans around avoiding the Sixers because they're big and there could be matchup problems. And obviously they beat them a couple times this year. Uh, Celtics won the last matchup. But um, there's part part of me and you know, Bobby agreed a little bit that yeah, maybe maybe you want these guys. And again, this was a weird game. You know, Embiid went off. S- Simmons had his classic game where he did some things but then didn't shoot any threes again. <laughs> and uh, Al had a terrible, terrible game. He, he was minus, minus oh. 26 and your pal Al, Joe Sway, minus 26 and 23 <laughs> minutes. So, what again, your snapshots here. We'll start with Joe Sway. What do we think about the Sixers? Uh, they got a lot of figuring out to do. I mean, yeah. it's, it's always been about the defense with those guys, right? Yeah. And then uh, TJ Warren, of all people, drops 53 on you. Come on, man. I mean, Good. that's what it comes down to with these guys. And, yeah. again, I still think they're a tough matchup for the Celtics. And I, I think if you're the Celtics, you want to avoid them. I'm not saying you go on and start tanking yeah. to go, you know, for a matchup against the Pacers. But at the same time, I think the Philadelphia 76ers are going to rely heavily on Joel Embiid. And you can't rely heavily on Joel Embiid or at least lean on him as a teammate if he's screaming at you. Like, it's just a terrible look. And they need they have time, obviously, to fix things. But there's a lot to fix, in my opinion. And it's not just on the court. It's also off the court. These guys got to start showing that they really – Yeah, these guys don't like each other. They need to start spending some time together. Yeah, they don't like each other. And you wonder, is the bubble helping or hurting that? Because now it's like, I'm just frigging stuck with you guys. And I don't really love (laughs) that. You know, I wonder if you can avoid that. You could do do, Rondo can, you know, you could do the Rondo goes home or sits in his car thing or hangs out with his boys and everybody's got their own posse. You don't have a posse here. You got your teammates, you know. And you got Joel Embiid throwing up in a hazmat suit. You pissed off about this whole thing. That he doesn't want to suck it There's such an audacity there, too. Like, Shake Milton's going to move into the lineup, and Ben Simmons is going to play the four, and it's all going to be fixed. And then all of a sudden, Milton comes out with four turnovers in the first quarter, and it's a mess from right from the start. I don't know if a coach can be fired in the bubble, but Brett Brown's clock is ticking. And no, I, I like your idea. Because you John. can't bring anybody new in. You have to hire somebody who's in the bubble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's You're definitely drilled. safe for the next. Make Bring the him on. Yeah. Bring him on. It's such a mess there. The Celtics, you know, I like the challenge idea of it. Even if you go I down. I want to bring him up for the entertainment value. Back. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, then yeah. the Celtics like these yeah. guys. They faced them before. That was a hot series. You want to see that. I don't want another Pacers breeze through like last year. I I just I don't want I I can't watch the 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 fan in me can't watch a Pacers series. You want the Sixers. Yeah. You love the storyline. Yeah. They're fun to hate. Villains make the sport great. Embiid's great to dog on. Simmons, again, we don't have fans shooting coward, you know, take a three coward at him, which is a bummer. But, yeah, Jimmy, go ahead. No, I will. you guys are disrespecting the Pacers, first of all. They are a solid team. They're just, they've got the, almost the Toronto factor. Nobody talks about them because they're the Pacers. But, yeah, but if you don't I have mean, Sabonis and, you, yeah, you know, whatever's well, going on. What's the deal with Oladipo? I mean, yeah. what's the deal with, he's, with these He's guys? back, but he's, he's hot, back. you know. Yeah, he's not yeah, right. But, I mean, if he's, he's pissed hot, about the bonus. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. I mean, I, I'm not worried about the Pacers, but if I'm the Celtics, I'm not trying to avoid anybody. You play who you play. Yeah. And 
I'll say this: Is Joel Embiid unlikable? As is he just like a? Do teammates just not like it? it's? It's there was drama with him and Simmons last year. I mean, Jimmy Butler bounced. I'm not saying that they had you know personal beef, but like I don't really see a bunch of guys going to bat for Joel Embiid. Oh, I think they all suck. Yeah. It's just a big yeah. cauldron of suckiness, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, each one of them has their own thing. And one of the things we talked so about. Bitter. That's what it comes down to. One of the things we talked about was, you know, trying to find advantages. Like, how can a team get an advantage in the bubble? And I, one of the things you said was, well, these Celt- this Celtics team, they seem to like each other, right? Like, last year, they didn't, you didn't get that vibe. But this year, they all seem to have each other's backs. They all kind of, like, play yeah. for each other. They, they get along. And that kind of comes in handy when you're just stuck with those guys for the next couple months. Whereas in Philly, I mean, you just you got a little glimpse into what their team, you know, chemistry is like, right? You know, on the on the bench there. And, Bobby, I know you're halfway kidding, but but – Brett Brown has to get a get a handle on these guys because if he doesn't, I think you're right. I, I think they might yeah. be looking for for somebody who can next season. Everything's theoretical oh. with these guys. Like it's like right. you know we've worked on it and then we talk about it and they try to will it into existence, like Ben Simmons jumper. You know, like it, right. trust me, it's happening, but it never happens. Everything is <laughs> it's theoretical. It's Simmons playing the four, Shake Milton. I was going to say, no, he's playing the four now. Yeah, what do you all, mean? all of it. They just they say it and they want it to be true, and then they get on the court and everybody just reverts back to exactly right. what it is that they do all the time. And then Brett Brown comes out and is like, well, you know, we got stuff. To work on it's the same cycle oh my god and all they do is make personnel mistakes they let folks go and he's awesome they let trey burke go and he's awesome and now i I, they're gonna have to trade and beat or simmons it almost feels too late it's weird right but it is it just doesn't the the fit isn't there so no matter what you put in around it it's just a it's a it's a mishmash on the court it just doesn't work I've never yeah. seen the team miss JJ Reddick more than those guys. Uh, like, that's, that, that's, that, that one too. On that team right now to spread the floor, like that, yeah. that would solve at least half of their problem. Yeah, yeah. We do forget this team was finals bound before Kawhi hit the shot, maybe last right. year, and Crazy. they let all the pieces go. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, we're gonna, like, we're gonna. I like we, Brett Brown, but I just don't think he. I just don't think he's been able to handle it. Hey, one last thing: what's up with Jimmy Butler? That's a that's a storyline. Celtics <laughs> play them Tuesday. No, but Jimmy Butler, he's in some kind of quarantine. He didn't practice today, and they all are asking questions about where he was. It was just breaking weird. news, breaking news. Yeah, yeah. no, I've read something about that, but I haven't heard any developments yet. It's but. an undisclosed reason, but we don't know yeah. yet. I, I haven't right. seen anything. Nothing from Mojo Shams, yeah. Uh, but as of now, as of a few hours ago, it was just it was undisclosed. Just yeah, right. which is kind of weird. Something to keep an eye on, obviously. If he's, we'll see. Something's we'll up see, with him. Then. We'll see what he's. He's not. He's not Jonas Cespedes, but um, yeah. <laughs> Have they found him yet? I they found I him. He quit. Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding. Did he really? No yeah, show. He just, no show. He, he he left. They sent security into his hotel room. All his stuff was gone. And then his age <laughs> his his agent like sent them a text. He's like, oh yeah, we're opting out, and that's it. He's gone. Oh, that is so messed. On the Jesus. Yeah, he's just gone. He just twenty five days of baseball is demise. Middle of the night, just left. Took the kids. Gone. You I don't know? blame him. Yeah. You know what? I don't even blame him. <laughs> Yeah, he had I a moment mean, of clarity, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> wrap it up here for the post-game show. Uh, we're back Tuesday. We're going to do it every day, uh, yes, every game. Uh, Bobby, Josue, Jimmy, thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we'll see you guys. What's the next one on Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah, Miami. Tuesday, Miami. Maybe Jimmy's a bullet. Oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll check <laughs> it out. will be here.